there, and welcome to the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. We're Paris and Alana, friends who have a heart for intimacy and long to uncover God's truth and design for sexual freedom within marriage. Welcome here. All right, friends. So Alana and I want you to think of this as kind of a just hang out and chat and coffee date kind of episode because we are just literally having a conversation on prioritizing intimacy. So this is our topic for today. Alana came up with it and I'm pretty excited for it because I feel like this is just something that we can throw a lot of fun ideas with and get really honest with and it's just going to be really relatable. I think this is something that every couple can agree that it's something has to be worked on and has to be grown Mm -hmm. and can be difficult in different seasons of life. So yeah, I'm excited to chat about it. This is something that is very, very valuable to me. (laughs) Good. I love hearing that. Okay. So Elena, let's go. We, we actually did write a couple of things down so we don't get super, super carried away. You're very welcome, everybody. Um, (laughs) So we do have a couple of topics. So Elena, I'm going to ask you the first one. How do you prioritize intimacy when you know this is needed, but you totally aren't feeling it? (laughs) Yeah, that's a great question, Paris. Thank you for that great question. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, totally valid. Um, I remember chatting with a good friend uh, when Jeff and I were in a bit of a dry spell, just not prioritizing, just busy life, you know, just... I don't know, there were stresses, things involved. Um, and I had just kind of shared that and she was like, what, what do you mean? Like, you should just have sex more. Like you just go home and like, go home and have sex. Why aren't you having sex? Like, it's a lot of fun. Like, you know, think of the amount of time, you know, she's like, it takes, she's like, you know, if you just roll over in bed or you just you have sex, it's not going to take hours. She's like, so just do mm-hmm. it. It's fun. Like. And anyways, just hearing her say that, it's kind of like, oh, Uh so it just, it really changed my perspective because I was like, nobody says that. Like, no, no one is is like, yeah, it's fun. Like, why aren't you doing that? It's a fun thing to do with your husband. It connects you. It feels good. It is, you know, it can be exciting. It can, you know, things like that. And so anyways, for me, just to even change my mentality, I think was key to be like, okay, no, this isn't just my marital duty. This isn't just something the wife does, you know, um, I think to just completely change your mindset and be like, no, this is a fun thing. Mm -hmm. Tell yourself, this is great. I love this. You know, I love that I can do this with my husband. I love that I can meet this need for him and him for me, you know, things like that. So yeah, I think- if I'm not feeling it, just gotta change my mindset. Or like we've mentioned, you know, go with the slow quicker thing. Work on yourself, work on yes. your mind. Think about it all day, you know. But at the same time, I get it. If you're busy, your days are long, you know, you still might not feel it. And that's okay. But even just to talk about it and be like, hey, I'm not really feeling yeah. it today. But I love you. So what can we do to help me be yes. for you right now? Like Yes. So, and I know like, um, which I've mentioned her so many times, but Dr. Julie Slattery wrote a book called No More Headaches. I personally haven't read it, 
but it has really great reviews and sounds like an amazing resource if couples are struggling with this. Um, and it's just, cause I know it can be frustrating if you're kind of in that yeah. cycle of not feeling it. So if you're struggling to have that kind of satisfying sex life, I think it would be a really great resource to look into. Ooh, I need to get that book now because I am, I can say to this, Alana, that was so good. That oh was a good God. question to ask you. <laughs> I love that you directly nailed it on the head that you need to change your mindset. Really, that's what it comes down to a lot of times for us as women, right? Mm -hmm. So I really appreciate that. And I can vouch for that too and say, yeah, like when I'm not feeling it, I would rather just be like, like, I don't know where to muster up the desire tonight. Nothing to do with you, babe, but I'm just, I'm just, I'm just struggling. And it's true that you can fall into a funk. And just be like, maybe it's not exciting. Maybe you haven't been adventurous. Maybe it's just been really crazy busy in your life and full and stressful. And then you're left with nothing at the end of the day. So I love that you shared that. Change your mindset. And that book is definitely one I'm going to get. I know. I feel like starting to do this podcast and all this thing, it's like, man, I just need to up my library. You find so many yeah. resources. Like, yeah. It's just... Yeah, there's so many, so many I want to read. And I started sheet Same. music and it's been really yeah. good so far. Love it. So, yeah, so I feel like I can segue into our next bullet point here. You know, mm-hmm. if you're not really feeling it, but your husband is, it's kind of like, okay, well, what if I'm on my period? Ah, uh, yeah. You know, what? Yeah. so what's the plan there? So what do you do if you want to? What do I do? That? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let I'll take this one. Okay, <laughs> so... I talk really openly about periods and all that kind of stuff. If you know me, you're laughing right now because we probably had a period talk. Um, (laughs) And I've been super open about this with a lot of my girlfriends. Like, okay, like sex during the first two to three days of my period doesn't happen. That's just me. That's just us. I just bleed really heavy my first few days. And oh my gosh, just, I don't want nothing happening down there. I'm in protection mode. Let's just put it that way. (laughs) That's just better. It's just better if nothing happens down there. So, um, three days or even more, you know, of your period, like a lot of us can bleed upwards to like seven, eight days. It's not healthy for us not to go without any kind of intimacy for that long. Like we know that as married women, we know that you know, as individuals. So during your period, um, we can take this from literally so many angles. Oh my gosh. <laughs> if, if you're fine on your period to have sex, hallelujah. I'm so happy for you. Like that right? is amazing. Towards the end of my cycle, I'm okay. We can go. And then you know what? You get creative. You do it in the shower. Like it's fine. It's fine. If you have a lovely shower, that's super fun. It's super fun. So use that to your advantage. Use water to your advantage. Um, I know a lot of girlfriends have openly shared with me too. They're like, yeah, we just like, we'll just put, you know, towels on the bed and it's fine. We can go to town and we can make love like normal. And then I don't have to worry about my sheets or anything like that. It's like, that's actually awesome. I'm going to be super honest right now. I've never thought about doing that. (laughs) No, like for us, it's just, if I have my period, it just, it's a no-go. Neither of us are interested in that. (laughs) Right. And see that, and that's fine. And I feel like some women might feel ashamed if they're like, oh my gosh, you know, maybe my husband, maybe your husband is really just, that's hard for him 
to mentally get his brain around like the blood. Some guys just have a hard time with that. Ladies, don't take it personally. That's just your man. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. This is natural. They understand that this is natural. This is how God made us. And that's fine. And some of us are on the other end of the spectrum and our guys like, what? Like that makes no difference. It's totally fine. And you know what? You just work with it with who you're married to and their perspective. Again, going back to conversation, like we always do, it's a good conversation to have. How do you Mm -hmm. feel about this? What is it like when I'm on my period for you in terms of intimacy goes, this is what it's like for me. This is what I would like to try. Is there anything that you'd like to try? You know, and getting creative outside of just sex is super, super, super good thing to invest in, in your marriage as well. Right? Like it's a good time to explore. If you haven't done that, you know, does your man like oral? Does your man like other things? Like, what do you like outside of sex? Like it's a great time to build that intimacy. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like we should have more couple challenges where it's like, if you aren't on your period, he's what you do. But if you are, here's some options. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I like that idea. Because, yeah, maybe people just don't know what kind of options there are. I don't know. But, yeah, lots of different things. <laughs> right? And just talking just talking to people can just open your mind to a whole new realm of, oh, my gosh, I never thought about that. Like talking to my girlfriend, they're like, we just put towels on the bed and we're fine. I was like, ew, I never thought about that. That's yeah. stupid simple. <laughs> totally. I can do that. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like simple things. Simple things. Okay. This leads really well. Again, I'm so impressed with how we're like leading into our next <laughs> topics because I did not plan for this. Like we're professionals. Okay. Right? I know. We've just been doing this forever. Okay. Sex during pregnancy and postpartum. Pregnancy, postpartum periods. This is all, this is all good conversation. Just have flowing together. Yeah. So pregnancy. I feel like this is very woman dependent because it depends how your pregnancy is going. We can go through a tremendous amount of changes or difficulties or, you know, just like health concerns that even come up. So talking to your doctor is an amazing thing to do in terms of talking sex and pregnancy. We had an amazing doctor for, I went through the same doctor for both my girls and we had that open conversation with her and she was the the coolest doctor in the world. She was just like, oh yeah, like this is what you'll do here and this is what you can try here. And like, she was amazed. I was like, oh my gosh, like I never had that kind of mindset up until we were posed with, okay, we can't have sex normally anymore because of X, Y, and Z. What are we going to do? And we're like, let's ask our doctor. And I'm so glad we did. So don't ignore those kinds of things just because it might feel awkward. Um, They're the professionals. So talking to your doctor is super fun little thing that you could potentially do depending on your relationship or your midwife. Oh my gosh. If you have a midwife, jealous, have all the conversations with her about that. (laughs) Do that. Absolutely. Um, And I think, you know, we, we really, we are working on putting together an entire pregnancy series in regards to positions with sex and all these different things we can do. So that is going to be a really fun thing for us to release. But I think we'll leave it at that right now. Like it is dependent, get creative, same thing, postpartum, guard that time. You need to heal. You need to heal. Um, It's not okay to jeopardize that our reproductive system is precious and you don't want issues down there. 
No. So I would say absolutely take that six weeks of healing time, have those conversations with your man and each come to the understanding that this is a very, very important, crucial time of your life to guard so you can heal well. Um, because, you know, potentially in the future, if you weren't to really guard that and be protective of your healing, you can affect everything from how you respond um, physically to pleasure and stimulus and even childbearing. So it's something not to fool around with. And that's my stance on that. I feel like because you have your kind of doula background, <laughs> if we have this like, like oh, no. <laughs> Like your hat comes off, your podcasting hat, and here comes on my hat. I love it. That's great. Oh, seriously. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyways, with that said, that doesn't mean, again, that there is nothing happening between you and your husband during the postpartum. Um, I like to call it the fourth trimester. <laughs> mm, yeah. It doesn't mean that you can't be doing things. In fact, like I shared it, we actually shared this in a previous podcast, Lana, and I said, Neil and I um, were open about this being a very precious time of growth intimately in our marriage because we got to really open the whole avenue, just open wide to what else can we do? How else can we be creative and being passionate and pursuing each other and making this really fun without actually being able to involve the actual act of sex? So again... There is amazing resources out there, like sheet music. I love that book. And they cover some stuff like this. And just like, okay, these are some really good ways. And they talk about techniques and the hows and the whys. And I love that book for that. Yeah. And I think too, even thinking, okay, so you are postpartum. So there's all that going on. Um, But then say you wait your weeks and then it's like, okay, now we can be intimate. But okay, now there's Mm -hmm. actually a baby. (laughs) There's a human baby crying at me. You know, you're breastfeeding. Things are different or maybe you're not, whatever. But, Mm -hmm. you know, things have changed with your body. You know, you feel different. You know, you're interrupted. You know, like you guys mentioned in our last episode as well or previous one, you know, when you're interrupted or, you know, the baby's crying and okay, well, ah, like. We're almost done, but just keep going. You know, like, I don't know. You yeah. probably through, but just to try yeah. and still prioritize intimacy and sex, even when you're exhausted, you're tired, yes. there's a baby, life is new and different. Maybe it's your third kid, you know, maybe there's so much more going mm-hmm. on than just postpartumness. There's also, okay, well, I still got to do life. A family. Yeah. yeah. But to just decide, yeah. okay, no, we still have to prioritize this. How are we going to yes. do this? Yes. Yeah. I love that you said that because um, I can speak fully to just Neil and I. And, you know, when we let intimacy slide and we let things go on the back burner, well, that means saying hello to a lot less connection and working together well and more avenues to attacks and just like oh, stuff that I don't want to deal with. He doesn't want to deal with. It shouldn't be in our marriage. You know, it's hard being not on the same page. And we know that we know that we know that intimacy is the glue to prevent that big time. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. During full seasons, Alana, what do you do to protect and enhance and prioritize intimacy when life is insane? Because we were just talking about that too. Yeah. 
I think it, I, something that comes to my mind right away is coming back to our spice it up episode. I feel like in full seasons where life is crazy, you're, you're busy. Um, you know, maybe, you know, I feel like this kind of goes hand in hand with, you know, maybe you've got a bunch of kids, maybe you're busy with work, you know, maybe you like, I know there's lots of people who their husbands work out of town or Mm -hmm. things like that. I hadn't even thought of that till just now, but you know, yeah. Um, but to, to, I don't know, get creative and find ways to, to keep things spicy, but also, you know, you you might not have time for that. So just to prioritize schedule, you know, it's like scheduling. Yeah. Right. You're a full season. Okay. Well it's Sunday, you know, that means we're going to have sex tonight. Yeah. You know, to just to talk about it or, oh, it's Wednesday. Alana's going to put up a new sex position. Let's try it tonight. You know, like, yeah, exactly. I think to be really intentional about it. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with scheduling. I know it sounds super unsexy (laughs) to have to schedule in sex, but you know what? Life is not always going to be go, go, go if you're in that season right now, um, Mm -hmm. like I am. And scheduling it really saves your butt in the long run because you're protecting your marriage as a whole and you're protecting the communication, you're protecting the connection. And that's super, super, super important. So I will say that scheduling it is important. You know, having maybe two days a week where you're like, yes, like we haven't been prioritizing this. We know tonight and in three nights from now that we're doing this and it just gets it on your mind. And you know what? Honestly, the more that you're making love with your spouse, the more that you want to, because you just are building on the last intimate experience together. And so that is something you have going for you too, which is really beautiful. Yeah. I love that you said that because I, I remember Jeff and I definitely having that conversation where it's like when you're actually making time to Mm -hmm. make love. um, And then all of a sudden you realize like after you've, it's been like, oh my gosh, we've been really great at, you know, having sex all the Mm -hmm. time or whatever. And you're like, wow, Mm -hmm. we're getting better at this. Like, it's so funny how it definitely gets better as you practice it. And I feel like that's, Oh yeah. Only have sex once a month or, you know, every other week, if that's what it ends up being with your busy life, it's like, well, yeah, Mm -hmm. no wonder it's, it's hard to to try and prioritize it. Cause you don't realize, you know, if you just maybe had it more, you guys would get better. And so then you'd Mm want to have it more like you mentioned. So yeah, I think that's really good. I love that you said that. That's so good. Okay. And with that said, you're just saying, you know, what happens when sex like really just falls through the cracks? What if it's a once a month ordeal or every couple of weeks? Because, you know, maybe there's big things you guys are working through in your marriage right now. You know, maybe, maybe this is on a back burner for a reason. Maybe you guys have agreed for a time not to be sexually intimate because of whatever you're working on. You know, there's nothing inherently wrong with that is a long is it's not happening out of ignorance or or you know deep roots of hurt or anger or anything like that right like even biblically we're told you know we if you're agreeing mm-hmm. to abstain for a little while to do so prayerfully and intentionally but to make sure you have a plan to come back to right yes. so yes. i know for neil and i we've done this we've done this 
because okay. we had some big stuff to work on. And this is probably going back two years ago, maybe three years ago, but we've done this and we're just like, okay, we have some big stuff to work on here. Um, and abstaining from each other sexually for a time was actually the best thing that we could do. And I'm saying this um, actually very hesitantly because this could be a very dangerous thing for a lot of us to do or make allowance for as well. Yeah. So definitely do so prayerfully, but we have done so and it was very good for us, but having a plan to come back to and to be intimate together is equally as important as what you're working on through this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So say this, so say this is a situation where you've, you've been kind of at odds, um, mm-hmm. and haven't had sex in a long time. How would you go about picking up and trying to prioritize after so long of not being intimate? You know what? Humility is the first word that comes to my mind because it's hard to admit that sometimes. It's hard to admit maybe why you haven't been intimate with your husband for a while because maybe you were hosting a root of something that wasn't so good or maybe you're just a busy mama that's got so much on the go and you're tapped out and you're touched out and that's just the last thing on your mind right now. And so humility is the first thing that comes to my mind because it it really comes down to us just getting back to like an even keel with ourselves and being like, okay, okay, we haven't, we haven't done this. I have lost track of time. It's been four weeks of nothing like what in the world and getting to that conversation with your man is super important and just being free to admit things, free to apologize. Um, if that is what needs to happen, free to just be like, Oh my gosh, like, I'm so sorry. This just, this happened. And I wasn't even aware of it till now. How can we work around this to protect this from not happening again? (laughs) That is also super key praying about it together, having those conversations. And you know what? Honestly, the more you talk about sex with your husband, um, the harder it is to let sex fall through the cracks because you're consciously protecting that and building that and working towards it. Yeah. No, that was good. I know I had found um, something. I just was saying that how like study after study shows that sexual satisfaction and a healthy marriage go together. Cause I know mm-hmm. often as women, mm-hmm. we kind of think, you know, if our marriage is really good, you know, then our sex will be really good. But men right. often have a different approach and their brains are like, well, how can my marriage be good without great sex? Mm-hmm. And so it was just saying that according to the recent research that guys actually have the really, the, the point, like, you know, yeah, to have that sex, yeah. you know, maybe you have a really great marriage, and you're kind yeah. of just still sorting out your sex life and that's fine. But to have, you know, the really solid sex life mm-hmm. can just help to kind of umbrella your marriage and just cover it and keep you connected. Cause I feel like yeah. there's lots of holes that can come in when you're, when you haven't had it in a long time, like we've mentioned, yes. you know, you feel disconnected and things happen. You have arguments that you're like, why are we arguing? Why do we feel off? And that's often why. So Yeah. I love that. That is super funny that you mentioned it because it wasn't that long ago that Neil mentioned to me 
that marriage is the best when sex is prioritized. Hmm. And you're right. I don't always just think that straightforward of a thought and make the connections like he did. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> you are right. <laughs> and you even asked us in a, in a couple podcasts ago, you know, like when do you and Neil feel closest? I'm like, right. Hands down when we make love, hands down. Right. And yeah. it's not just in the moment. It's the days afterwards, you know, and when we're prioritizing making love all the time, life is really good and our marriage is so good and it's just levels up. It honestly does. So it's true. Going back to sex is a glue to your marriage. Like I really, really firmly believe in that. And I feel like something too that, you know, mentioned you had said, you know, if you're touched out, right, you know, you're the busy mama who has mm-hmm. these kids hanging on your arms all day and then you know you go to put your pajamas on and you do it really quick so your husband doesn't see yeah whatever, <laughs> doesn't right? see ya. <laughs> yeah then he'll want it if he sees it you know <laughs> but just to you know just to have that conversation be like hey I feel totally touched out you know yes would you mind putting the kids to bed tonight so I can go have a bath you know mm-hmm. I will go get my makeup on, you know, I'll kind of do something with my hair. I'll try and make myself feel pretty. I'll take off my leggings, whatever it is, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. to make yourself feel beautiful to just, but I feel like to have that conversation with your spouse and be like, Hey, if this is on your brain tonight, I kind of need to take some time for me first. So I feel like Absolutely. that's way that you could prioritize it. That's huge. And I think us as women, the last thing we think of doing is asking our men to take something on that we feel is our responsibility, that is our routine so that we could prioritize ourselves. And I feel like that is just like all the red flags start going off for mamas. They're like, heck no, I'm not going there. But yeah. it is so important. You nailed that, Alana. That is huge. And we should be doing that. You know what? Your man, when you start doing those things, he's going to be like, I'll take the babies every night for you, babe. <laughs> If right? This is what's going down, right? Yeah. No, I think they, I think if you, if you just vocalize it and explain it, I mean, yeah, maybe they're like, you know what? I'm kind of tired. I, I don't think I can do it tonight. It's like, okay, that's fine. You know, but just to, yeah, to just keep trying or, you know, try and make that happen. Cause I think yeah. it's another great way to, to help you prioritize intimacy and make it happen. Yeah. And making you, making you really look forward to it too. Like going back to scheduling, you could schedule that, you know, have that conversation with your man and be like, Hey, you want to take the babies every Wednesday night? I'm going to take some me time. And then we're going to have some really good time together. And I think that'd be a really fun thing that a lot of us could implement into our marriages. Yeah, no, absolutely. Okay. Alana. So I want to ask you this. We've just talked about all these really fun topics and we've I really have learned quite a bit from even your perspective. So this is really fun. I'm excited to see what our listeners feel about this. But I want to ask you to just maybe answer this one last thing. Why, if you could give one reason why making intimacy a priority within your marriage is important. Why making intimacy priority is important. So I feel like as the wife, because I feel like, Sex is kind of a priority to Jeff. I feel like he knows Mm -hmm. that he likes it. He knows it's good, you know, and that's just kind of maybe more how men are made. But I feel like as the wife, I need to, I needed to 
get it in my brain that sex was a priority in order for it to happen more and become something we practice more. Um, Because I feel like if it wasn't a priority in my brain, it wouldn't happen as often. Yeah. So I don't know if that really answers your question, but I think we need just to make it a priority because I don't know, why wouldn't you, if you really think about it? Right. Like, right. Why wouldn't you prioritize your sex life? You know, when you think about it, your babies are grown up, they've left home, they're off in college and it's just you and your man. How are Mm -hmm. you, how are you doing? How are you going to go from there? You know, are you setting yourself up for your future together? Like how many of us think of it like that intimately? Yeah. So, and I think it's a really good point. Even thinking about it as, and I have some different notes jotted down somewhere else. I'd have to find them for a different day, but, um, the relationship between you and your husband, you know, in correlation to, you know, you and the father, you know, to how that, you know, every time you make love, it's just kind of re, it's almost like you're re-saying your vows to each other mm. and just kind of how that correlates to, you know, the covenant love that Jesus, you know, how they, the father has for us and things like that. So I think there's just, there's way more to it than just having sex. I feel like when you get really into it, you just need to make it a priority because yes. there's so much more at stake if you don't. Like I, I think mm-hmm. it's a really valuable thing that we kind of overlook at times. Hey friends, thank you so much for hanging out with us as we dive deeper into meaningful, godly intimacy tackle the hard questions, and embrace truth while we're at it. We're also on Instagram at Kingdom Sexuality. You'll find our Instagram handle below in the show notes, where you'll also see any other resource links we may have mentioned in today's episode. As always, our hearts are to cultivate deep community and freedom with you guys. And we cannot wait to continue this journey alongside you. We'll see you in the next episode.